common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Mayor Eric Adams uh, unleashing a budget list today and talking about the cuts because, boy, are we in trouble in New York City and New York State. And joining us is President of the Citizens Budget Commission, Andrew Ryan. Uh, Andrew, give us the real deal. What is being cut? What isn't? Uh, this doesn't look good for safety, first of all, with the, what's happening with the police force. The reality is New York City has a massive budget problem for two big reasons. One is obviously the migrant crisis. There's a huge amount of spending, and we aren't getting the fair share from the feds and the state picking up enough enough of the bill. The other is four years. For the past decade, the city keeps adding spending that it cannot afford. So it keeps adding spending, hiring, you know, giving reasonable raises to workers, but without a plan to pay for it. So we have a massive budget problem. And what the mayor did today is come in and say, we're doing a first round of savings, $1.7 billion roughly a year, and we'll start to reduce spending and try to get in line. I will say, even with that, next year's budget gap is $7.1 billion. And frankly, if you get rid of some of you uncover some of those things that aren't as obvious in those numbers, that budget gap could look over $10 billion next year. So the mayor's right to start to rein in savings. The question is, is he making the right choices to do it right to minimize the impact on New Yorkers? So is he? You know, we're still unpacking it. There are some, you know, there are some smart choices here. We have literally 23,000 vacant positions, and he's cutting around 3,000 of them. That still means there are 20,000 vacancies. Now, you're going to hear a lot of hue and cry, like, oh, my gosh, he's cutting people. But if there's no person in the job, they're not delivering services, that's a smart thing to reduce. So there's a lot of that. There are some pain points. People are going to feel it. We still are unpacking what's happening with the libraries and what happens when you delay that police class. We have to look at those numbers, but you can also get more police on the street. If you can actually keep the number on the street, focus on the right things, well, we can preserve public safety. That's a smart strategy, but it's not just a budget strategy. It's a management strategy. Yeah, you got to let them do their job. What about also migrants? Because we're spending a lot of money on migrants. I know he's talking about maybe some cuts in those areas, but we've already, the, the number that's come out, it is stunning how much the city and this country have paid. It is it is amazing. If you just look at next year alone, the projected total bill is over $6 billion. The key is the city has to manage that better, pull down the spending, provide, yes, of course, we're a compassionate city, essential services, but they have to be efficient. And then we really need the federal government to step up and pay its share because it is a federal issue. The state has stepped up some. We think there should be a little more. If that happened, the cuts that New Yorkers might be seeing in terms of services would be much lower. So we need our federal and state partners to pull their end, and we need the city to manage it as best as possible. So, uh, Andrew, Ed Cox here. Way back when, in the mid-'70s, the state actually helped out big time. Why can't the state help more now? Well, we think that the um, state should do more on the migrant crisis, but we also have to realize – the state has a huge budget problem, too. Um, it has, 
its spending that is added in all sorts of areas has outstripped its revenues and it's hobbled along because of a couple of good years on Wall Street, a lot of federal federal money. But the state's budget gap next year is around four and a half billion dollars, which isn't that huge. But in the long run, the state has a structural problem, almost 15 billion dollars. So while the state should do more in this area, it has to also tighten its belt in the big areas of education spending and health care spending so it can get its budget in line as well. In the 70s, the city was helped out because the state was strong. Now they're both challenged and they both have to tighten their belts and manage well. So the, the migrant problem is a federally created problem, right? The open border. So why can't the federal government help? Well, you know, is, 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 is this, is this uh, the, uh, the president to the, the city drop dead? We, you know, we have seen both parties for decades struggle with immigration policy. We at the CBC are not experts in this area, but we've seen both parties and decades of challenges. There's no question that the federal government is obviously the, um, the in charge of policy, and both parties over many administrations have struggled with this. What, what we need now is the president and Congress to come to the table and support um, New York as it should. Well, Judge, any questions? You pointed out something that's very important, Andrew, which is you're going to have to have cuts or you're going to have to raise taxes because under the state charter, as you know, you have to have a balanced budget. It's the question is, where do you make those cuts? You have to look at it with a very sharp eye, and where you should not be making those cuts is in terms of uh, public safety and law enforcement uh, how about and anti-terrorism. The people that are not coming to work and staying home, how about cutting them? You know, you know what? What is interesting? One of the smart things the mayor did, and we're still unpacking the plan. That's a lot of pages that we have to look at in a few hours. But what he's done, for example, in the fire department, is tried to improve productivity, and there are some initiatives. What we need to do is make sure that our workers are on t- on jobs, on tasks that matter to people, whether it be public safety, police, sanitation, uh, um, fire department, or or you know, social welfare. We need people on task and efficiency. What that also takes is the unions to come to the table. As we know, all the contracts were signed. The mayor did a good job in doing that, but we didn't get the changes in work rules and job titles that would allow us to be the efficient city we need it to be. Or else, if we don't have an efficient city, we have an unaffordable city. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Okay, thank you, uh, Andrew, uh, Byrne, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, and uh, CBC president and... Uh, Keep your eyes open for the sake of our uh, taxpayers. Yeah, keep us posted. Thank you. Always, always glad to be on. Thank you very much for what you do. Thank you.